Hi friends, welcome to another episode of It's Not All Rainbows. I'm your host, Lindsay Goodman. I'm a certified trauma recovery coach, and I'm also a survivor of abuse in a queer relationship. I'm here to help you figure out what's really going on in your relationship to help get you out and on the road to recovery. Today, I'm going to talk to you about covert abuse, but specifically in relation to my blueberry eating birthday video that went viral about a year and a half ago when I first posted it. We're going to talk a little bit about the video. Um, we're going to talk about, you know, what it feels like to have that happen and be two years removed from that and why that video is so important. And if you're sitting here listening and you're like, you know what, I don't really care about the video. I'm going to move on. We're going to get down to the nitty gritty of why covert abuse is so hard to spot and why it's so important to talk about it. So, Let's see. First, we're going to do our struggles and successes. Uh, my struggle is that I am dealing with a very minor um, physical health issue. Um, made it difficult to sleep. I'm not feeling my best. And so I'm just really tired and run down today. Um, in the last weekend that we have in Washington for a while, because my son and I and Pip, who is in the video, if you're watching the video version of this podcast, um, we're about to go to India to visit my family for a little bit. So this is my last weekend here. And I've been sort of hanging out with friends and relaxing and enjoying, which is part of my success for this uh, episode as well. Um, but I just, I feel really yucky. But the success is that I both have allowed myself to, like I said, rest today. Um, and I went to my spin class, which is something I've been doing almost every weekend for the last several months. And I feel really good. I just got back. I'm in my workout clothes. Um, and I'm really glad I went. I was like, I don't know if this is crazy. I don't know if I'm going to get sick. I will say this. Do not eat lasagna before you go and do a cardio class. Because uh, for like a couple of times I had to stop. I just had to stop the bike and just like take a minute and then get back on. <laughs> but I'm very glad I went. Um, I am not a, you know, fitness influencer or anything like that, but I love being active and I have never regretted a workout. So if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I need to move my body today. There's your little reminder that it always usually isn't a regret um, to have moved your body. Okay. Well, thank you, Pip, for your input there. Okay. So if you have not seen my birthday blueberry video, it is pinned on my Instagram and my TikTok. Um, it's pinned on my Instagram. That is actually, it's probably going to be on both Instagrams now. Um, and it's pinned on my TikTok, which is Lindsay Goodman Coaching. This video is something that was recorded on my birthday in 2021. I wanted to do something fun but simple for my birthday with my son. I went to go blueberry picking um, and my visitor didn't want to go. In the morning, they sort of like you know, made it sort of like, oh, it's a hassle. I can't do this. I'm so busy. And this was like a person who didn't have a job, like really. Um, and they kind of were like, well, I have to do this. I have to do that. I was like, okay, like I'll just go do it by myself. Um, and I went and I took my son and we had a great time. We picked like tons of blueberries. Like, in fact, that's one of the comments that was on the video. A lot was like, oh, what are you going to do with all these blueberries? I'm like, that's not the point of the video, but like, I literally ate them all. Um, and we picked sunflowers and we had ice cream and we had a really good time. And you can see it in the pictures that like my son and I were just free and having fun and all of that. When we came home, my son was asleep in the car and I came walking in with my huge block box of blueberries and the sunflowers that we had picked uh, together. And they're waiting there with their phone out and they're singing happy birthday and they record my reaction. 
Now, I had completely forgotten about the video and forgotten about that moment until January of 2022, um, when I had been no contact for a couple of months and I was going through my phone and I found the video. And when I watched it, I was very uncomfortable. Like I was crawling in my skin to see myself um, really for the first time to see myself in a video where I look very uncomfortable. I look nervous. Um, I'm walking on eggshells. You can see my eyes darting around. Just the body language was very, to me, very obvious that something was going on here. Yet at the same time, and a lot of people were very confused by it because they're like, well, I don't get it. Like this person's singing you happy birthday. This person is celebrating you. Here's like a cupcake with some candles in it. And here's a couple gifts and some homemade cards and things like that. Um, not necessarily understanding the backstory of the day, um, which I kind of included a little bit in the caption, and not being able to spot that this wasn't a good thing. This wasn't a happy thing. This was me wondering when the next shoe was going to drop, wondering why this was happening, wondering why when I left the house that morning, they made such a big deal about how my birthday wasn't a big deal. Um, and then I came home and all of a sudden, you know, they're recording my reaction and this from a person who never took pictures of me, never took videos of me, never, you know, would get angry with me if I asked for a picture or video or would take a horrible picture where like my head's cut out or my son's not in it or whatever. And all of a sudden the video was on me as soon as I walk in. So it was just this big, weird thing for me. And so what I did in January was I, I was laying in bed and I really quickly captioned the video with how I feel like I felt at the time it was like walking in you know wondering what's going on blah 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 just watch the video like I said it's pinned if you want to see it posted it and tried to go to sleep but I checked my phone later and the video was just the views were just taking off and it ended up getting on TikTok 25 over 25 million views I posted it on Instagram it got over 12 million views and altogether. Um, as of today, there's about 56 million views on that video across um, Instagram and TikTok. And so you kind of have to ask yourself, why did it have so many views? Why did such a simple video of someone walking into the house with blueberries and someone singing happy birthday to them with a couple captions get 56 million views? And the reason is because unfortunately, it's controversial. The video itself and the things that I'm talking about in the video are controversial because so many people do not understand coercive control and covert abuse because obviously covert abuse is very difficult to spot. It can be overlooked all day long. It's hard to understand if you're in it. It's hard to see from the outside, but it's happening all the time with covert abuse. Victims of covert abuse almost never get respite from everything that's happening all the time. It's just every single aspect of your life is part of the abuse. And a lot of that to the trained eye is displayed in that video. Like the fact that here's my little doggy who was supposed to be my emotional support dog begging me for attention. And you can see in the video, I hardly even look at her. I reach over, I pat her for a second and then I stop because the dog was used as a pawn to abuse me. This was part of the covert abuse. It was, she was removed from me. She was, I was told she was not my dog. I was told that she loved them more than she loved me. All of this stuff, right? So there's so many different aspects to that video where, again, if you were trained to understand covert abuse, you're watching it, you're seeing it. A lot of people saw themselves in my story. They watched it. Um, they were like, oh my gosh, I used to feel like this all the time. Or my sister looks like this a lot of the time when her abuser's around or whatever it might be. 
there were people who had never been there, but just could feel it. They could see it. They understood it. At the same time, like I mentioned with it being controversial, there were a lot of people who saw that video and wanted to fight it. They wanted to say, oh my gosh, you're just complaining because I had comments like, oh, you're just complaining because he, because everyone always assumes that my abuser was a man, didn't get you like a $3,000 purse or you're complaining because blah, blah, blah. Or women just want too much these days or women are saying everything's abuse these days or like a lot of people, well, at least they did a birthday for you because mine have never, like whatever. So you have a lot of people in the, excuse me, I'm talking too fast. You have a lot of people in the comment sections going back and forth, arguing, is it abuse? Is it not abuse? A lot of people saying, oh my gosh, yes, thank you for talking about this. Oh my gosh, I hope you got out. So several very different conflicting viewpoints here to Pippi. That's just our friend. I'm recording at my friend's house and Pip here is my friend walking around upstairs. Pip. <laughs> so that is why this video is so controversial and it continues to be controversial anytime that i've ever posted anything about that video um and it gets any kind of traction the same arguments stand and anytime that i've ever posted anything about covert abuse which again is something like here's this tiny little thing that my abuser would do to abuse me that again might not look like abuse from the outside but most definitely is when it's part of a greater puzzle piece picture and everything is working together to destroy this person, right? And people simply don't understand that. And people will deny it all day long and people will um, criticize you for speaking out about it. In fact, I have a lot of clients who will come and they'll tell me something and it's the simplest thing and they'll say, well, my abuser would do this. I know I sound crazy. I know I sound crazy because, and I'll stop them and I'll say, it might sound crazy to someone who doesn't understand covert abuse, but to me, you telling me that your abuser would do this tiny little thing three times a day to drive you crazy, I see it for what it is. It's covert abuse. It's them pushing your buttons on purpose, knowing that no one else is going to understand it for what it is, but knowing that it's going to mess with you so badly. So that is why that video, I think, was so viral and controversial. And so that's why I wanted to talk about it today because here we are two years later and I'm doing so much better and I'm a couple months away from being two years no contact. I've done a lot of healing. I hope that I've impacted a lot of people by sharing that story. I never thought that it would get as big as it did and that as many people would be impacted by it as they have. Um, and I'm always grateful when people share that like that video did impact them in some way. It means a lot to me and it makes me feel like it was worth it to like put that out there because obviously it was very vulnerable at that time. Um, it was a very vulnerable thing to share. Um, but this is why we have to keep talking about it. Um, and whenever I talk about, you know, encouraging people to share their story or share other stories they see and things like that, that's never pressure for people to share before they're ready or to share when it's not safe or to share it all because it's not going to be for everybody to share and um, nobody should feel like they're not doing enough or anything like that if they choose not to share or can't share. But it's so important for those of us who can, for those of us who do have a platform um, to use whatever we can to continue to spread the word because, um, I mean, I have talked about this before, first responders do not understand covert abuse, coercive control, um, medical health providers, therapists don't understand it. Um, 
even people who volunteer in domestic violence shelters or advocacy agency type things don't really understand how this works. And there are a lot of people in our society who are like, well, there's two sides to every story or, well, we could have helped you, but you did this. So therefore we don't know who the aggressor is or both people are the aggressor, whatever that is. There's just a lot of misinformation out there in our society. And there are a lot of people who are working to keep that message up. Um, I see a lot of people, again, in my comments using, there's very like standard phrasing to try to silence or dissuade victims and survivors and allies, advocates from speaking out. Like um, a lot of people will um, say things like, oh yeah, like every girl since you know, 2017, I had a comment like this, every girl since 2017 has dated a narcissist. And everyone, every time someone breaks up there, like they'll say these like canned phrases that they think are gonna make us be like, oh man, I'm so dramatic or I must be wrong or I just must be making this up or whatever. And it's always the same things. I can't think of any right now, but like they always say the same things. Again, it's like the same like 10 phrases that a lot of people use. And the point of that is to keep us silent and to keep us from educating and sharing and validating and you know spreading awareness of what covert abuse looks like. Again, if you don't know, covert abuse is covert for a reason. It's very hard to spot. It's freaking where's Waldo of abuse. You're like, I don't see it. Where is it? I don't know. There's a bunch of stuff going on. I will like where? I don't know. And um we need a lot of education about this and a lot of work needs to be done to make some changes. And I think that that is starting to happen. I think more people are talking about it more people are sharing videos like mine where it shows it so well and it shows what a victim can look like when they've been through this kind of thing and when it's still happening um you know that is not a happy person there are there were people who were like but you look happy to me that is not a happy person and you can very much see it so yes we need to keep talking we need to keep sharing we need to keep you know even if you are just talking with other safe people like i have some friends who have never experienced experienced abuse um in that way but they're so willing to listen and they listen to my podcast sometimes thank you um you know who you are um because we're in our whatsapp group chat all the time and like they listen to everything i say and like they are taking it upon themselves to educate themselves on what this looks like in case they encounter it in a friend or a family member and they need to be like, oh my gosh, I heard Lindsay talking about this before or whoever else. Um, so yeah, I hope that if you have experienced covert abuse and you're listening to this and you feel crazy and alone, that my birthday video, if you have seen it, has helped you in some way or that this podcast, which again is very simple and just me reflecting upon this video and the impact it had and why it was so important. Um, has helped you in some way to feel seen and less crazy and to know that covert abuse is a very real thing. It works because it works. It works because people don't understand it. It works because it's been proven time and time again to keep victims and survivors from speaking out because they feel crazy, they look crazy because people don't understand it. So you know, the more that we can educate ourselves and others about covert abuse and what it looks like, the more that, I don't know, someday, hopefully we can turn the tide and hold coercive controllers accountable and have some actual physical justice for people who have suffered at the hands of these people. 
So that is all. Um, thank you for listening and thank you for being here. Like I said, this is my, this is my birthday week. We're celebrating the, the birthday this year and second birthday being free. And, um, I appreciate all of you being here and, and following me on whatever social media that you follow me on and listening to my story and being so supportive over the past couple of years, as I have gone through my own healing journey. And like I said, I hope that you are feeling supported by me in whatever way that is. Uh, that is all for today. Um, do not forget that I am here. I am a certified trauma recovery coach. I'm here for you. Um, if you want to work with me and you're ready to make a, an appointment with me, you can go to the lindsaygoodman.com and click on the coaching tab, or you can go to calendly.com slash the Lindsay Goodman and sign up from there. If you like this podcast, whether you're on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you're listening, uh, please rate, review, and subscribe. I read all the reviews and I appreciate it so very much. And, um, that's all. Go ahead and please do something nice for yourself today and go drink some water. I will be back next week with more.